on TV, online, and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. You're watching In America Today. I'm Veronica Dudo. NFTs are non-fungible tokens. They are unique digital assets that live on the blockchain and can either be one of a kind or one copy of many. So what are music NFTs? Well, they are a unique digital item comp compromised of a visual element like NFTs, but also have a musical component. They too live on the blockchain and can be bought and sold. Some analysts believe that music NFTs are the future of the music industry, while others say they might just be a fad that's here today and gone tomorrow. To discuss this, let's bring in Les Borset, the co-founder of Wave Financial. Thank you so much for joining us. So Les, you are a former music executive who started the Wave Financial NFT fund after noticing parallels between young musicians and NFT artists. Why do you see these unique digital items as a profitable industry? Well, I mean, the, the profitable component kind of speaks for itself. It's been profitable since, you know, they've kind of emerged, but they've also changed. You know, the NFT market has taken a significant drop. And I've never looked at NFTs just as, you know, a simple collectible, either in a collection or as an individual um, component. That's not why I bought them. That's not what I'm interested in. I think, you know, when they're part of a bigger ecosystem, and, and ironically, I'm actually kind of against some of the music uses. Um, I think I ran away from the music business to do finance because it was a better, softer world. Um, but, you know, I do like NFTs if there's additional value that can be created for creators, you know, let's say within a game environment or, you know, in an environment where you can, if we're using music as an example, wouldn't it be nice to, you know, play a game, listen to music, be able to buy an NFT out of that game that is music, you know? So I, I just think it, it's just digital technology that has lots of innovations um, and there's just different distribution mechanisms that emerge for these digital pieces of art or music. So what are some common attributes between artists in the music industry and in the, F the NFT space? I mean, I think an artist is an artist. Um, you know, we've had generative artwork since the 60s. Um, it's really about what are, what are your tool sets? You know, you can use a guitar, you can use a paintbrush, you can use a computer to create art. You know, and art comes in many forms, um, whether it's visual art or music. Um, so, I, I, again, I think when I look at the world, I try to see what's coming next. You know, I was early with NFTs and now you saw this incredible shift. And I think we are going to have a lot of the people that were in there just to make a profit wash out. Um, and you're going to see deeper use cases with them. I'm still Still not a complete believer in the music use case of NFTs. Um, the same way I wasn't a complete believer that apps, when they launched, would have lots of new music solutions. Um, the, the fun thing about it all, though, is really it's just, a, again, a toolkit for creators um, to create at scale, to create in different ways. And that'll continue to happen, whether it's an NFT or some other digital component that's coming out. So what are your thoughts on the adoption of NFTs by corporations like Nike's acquisition of the RTF KT Studios? Yeah, I mean, that was a fun one because if you had a crypto punk before, you know, Nike acquired artifacts, um, you were able to, uh, you know, um, benefit from having it. And that, that was one of the things I was able to do. And then Nike ended up buying artifacts. I, I think the virtual sneaker 
um, on its own or the virtual sneaker, you know, which Marikami was connected to. The part I really loved about it is you had all these companies like Nike, Artifacts, Marikami, who was an artist, creating these pieces together without really having firm agreements with each other. And I think that's the cool part of the technology. I think a sneaker on its own without being able to integrate it into a game or some other environment, it's either going to be a collectible because Marikami created it. Um, but I, I think there will be uses down the line and, and Nike's pretty clever on the brand stuff. So it was a cool move that they did buy that company at the time. Is there a strategy in buying certain NFTs as opposed to others? I, th I think my strategy has always been, what am I interested in? Who are the creators? And, and when are you actually, you know, getting into it? There's two parts of it. There's the economic part, which I'd be a liar if I said I didn't look at. Um, and then there's the other part of, um, you know, what's the actual utility and what's the purpose? And that's what's changing now. Um, I haven't been good at very many things, but I've been pretty good at being early on new technologies um, just because I have an interest in them. So, you know, I mean, that's my personal strategy, trying to learn as much as I can from a younger generation that's developing a lot of this. And, and that's the part that's really fascinating to me. Um, and I think we're going to see it with VR and how NFTs are going to play into VR when Apple launches their equipment. I mean, it's a whole new world, you know, that continues to open up if you follow it. Les Borset, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on music NFTs. Thank you. That's the program for now. For more, head to tickernews.co. I'll see you soon. More right after this.